This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1774. Are we listening? On Meaningful Conversation by Hélène Massicat of freetopursue.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Hope you're having a great start to your week if you're listening in real time and welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast or old where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. But for now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Are we listening? On Meaningful Conversation by Elaine Massicat of freetopursue.com. Coffee is one of my favorite beverages, not only because I enjoy having a cup and many times two of the dark elixir, but because it's often accompanied by good, if not great and memorable conversation. These memorable conversations usually take place with one or more of my friends and or family, sometimes in a private home, sometimes at a coffee shop, sometimes it follows a meal, sometimes not. What each conversation has in common other than a beverage of some kind is that there is no agenda. There is no time frame or time limit. Once we've experienced it, I find that almost everyone knows something good or great is about to happen, but this last point we never bring up because it might kill the magic of it all. These conversations can be exceptional because they're free-flowing in nature, respectful, and uninhibited in both subject and depth. The progression of these conversations is relatively predictable. It usually goes as follows. First, we exchange pleasantries, a necessary lubricant to any interaction. Next, we catch up on what everyone's been up to to get a better understanding of what's been going on, you know, life. Then comes the good stuff. We hit upon a topic we want to delve into because it feels like the right time and the right place. And this could be anything. And sometimes we even reach eureka moments, flashes of insight that invites us to dive into subjects, problems, or ideas on our own time sometime after the conversation. If the conversation is particularly good, Number three and number four repeat themselves once or more with each topic developing at its own pace and with its own unique crescendo. I live for these moments. I cherish them. They represent opportunities for personal growth that is difficult to achieve individually. If you're great having conversations with yourself, I'm jealous. I'm grateful for these exchanges. At the same time, the thought of them saddens me because I believe they're growing exceedingly rare for a number of reasons. Time, attention span, diversity of personal experience and interests, and payoff. Time. These conversations take time. They can last anywhere from two to four or more hours. Many would argue that we don't have this luxury of time anymore, that we're too busy, have too many obligations to devote that kind of time to just talking. To add to this, these conversations are impeded by a hard stop. 
If we wanna get lost in conversation, we can't have a hard stop to it. Who can get lost in thought if they're looking at their watch? Attention span. Taking a deep dive into one or more unexpected subjects takes both time and sustained focus. One topic can monopolize the entire discussion, sometimes for hours. In this age of immediacy, few of us can resist the reflex of looking at our not-so-smartphones, an action that rips us from the depth of the conversation, making it difficult to dive back into the same extent. Smartphones have another effect as well. They reduce our ability to concentrate, and given these exchanges require undivided attention and focus, we are finding it increasingly difficult to dive into them. And no, a back and forth on Facebook or Twitter, etc., doesn't even come close to making up for this loss. For more on this topic, I highly recommend Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, Diversity of Personal Experience and Interests. In this age of social media, specialization, and of tighter social circles, it's becoming exceedingly rare to be surrounded by people who are materially different than we are, background, age, ethnicity, profession, orientation, style, attitudes, beliefs, temperaments. The depth and breadth of these conversations is strongly correlated with what we will take away from it, and the more alike we are, the less likely it is that we will take away something of interest or importance that we wouldn't have come across on our own. And it makes sense that we've gravitated in this direction. If we have less time and reduced attention spans, we don't wanna take the time to bring others up to speed on a concept, an idea, or a lifestyle we know well, unless there's a good reason for it. The investment just doesn't seem worth it. And an impromptu conversation might just be dismissed as not good enough of a reason to justify the required effort. Payoff. In order to want to participate in these conversations, we need to care about these light bulb or eureka moments. For some of us, they represent the stuff the good life is made of. They're moments of insight and connection to others that add that secret sauce that make day-to-day living so much better. For others, the question is, so what? Why bother investing all this time talking? To this question, I would answer that it's what we do with these moments of insight, that secret sauce, that matters. Rarely does one of these deep, exploratory conversations not lead me to do something with what I've discovered. This might be reading a book someone referenced, looking up an organization or program someone mentioned, following up on something someone said that I need to better understand, or even writing an article like this one. It also helps me appreciate that we all have deep knowledge in one or more subjects that we can learn a lot from each other when we take the time to. Learning doesn't just happen in school by reading textbooks and by taking continuing ed classes. We can learn from just about anyone, anytime, and anywhere. These conversations serve as a good reminder of this fact. This last reason for partaking in deep conversation was well understood in England in the 17th and 18th century. Coffee houses were considered places of learning where men, yes, at that time only men, of all walks of life would congregate and discuss all matters, including politics and news of the day, as well as taking deeper dives into a number of subjects. The reason they were so popular was the diversity of ideas and opinions patrons could find there. They never knew exactly what they were gonna get, but it was likely to be good, and that kept them coming back. Contrast that with today's coffee shop, where over half the patrons are staring at a screen or simply rush in and out for their morning pick-me-up. Life is not a to-do list. When I compare the long-term benefit of these conversations to what our modern-day selves think we need from every interaction, the differences could not be more stark. I cringe to think that the only appointments we wanna keep these days 
tend to be those that have a set agenda and or clear deliverables. That includes the now popular mastermind groups, many of which appear to have turned into accountability and problem-solving groups to tackle the issues of the day. They remind me of forced workplace and school mentorship programs. Not only could they be so much more, but most of them fail because they lack connection and depth, the stuff that makes them worthwhile in the first place. Life is not a to-do list of necessary tasks and achievements. It's a somewhat organized type of wandering. And that wandering helps us live better lives, both in the moment and over the long term, by exposing us to thoughts, ideas, and subjects we wouldn't likely discover on our own. I've learned to trust this wandering and to appreciate how linear it can appear in retrospect. Coffee, anyone? You just listened to the post titled, Are We Listening? on Meaningful Conversation by Elaine Massicat of freetopursue.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to Elaine. I can tell you she practices what she preaches because my business partner and I got to meet her at a personal finance conference last year and her steps of pleasantries, catching up, and then tackling different topics. That's exactly how it went with her. And for hours, just like she said. That's what I like about conferences. They do have set schedules, presentations, keynote speeches, and all that stuff. But where the real connection is, is in the halls between presentations or after or at dinner and lunch, because you just get to talk to people like human beings and not be so preoccupied with learning and takeaways. The real connection, that's what I miss most about those events, now with pretty much all of them being canceled or going digital. I'm sure they're still offering value, but to not be able to run into an author, I narrate in the halls and see what they're like in person and have meaningful conversation, that's what really makes those events the best. Great conversation where we're both really listening. Hopefully this pandemic will be contained and in-person conferences will be back soon. I'd encourage you to find one that fits with your lifestyle and then meet some like-minded people or maybe not completely like-minded. Like she said, you want diversity too. It's definitely worth it in either case. I'll leave it at that. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.